What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep It Basement. Good. Shit. Not good. Not bad. Not good. Even when shit seems like it's not going well, going your way, step up, man up. Look yourself in the mirror. Say, I'm the fucking man. I'm going to handle my shit and do that shit. Um, my merch. Yeah. yeah. Merch right Promote here. your merch. Yeah. Takedown. I, I teamed up with uh, Takedown. Takedown Shop. Uh, the link is in my bio on my Instagram. It's at Mickey Gall. M-I-C-K-E-Y-G-A-L-L. Um, buy yourself some shit and uh, tag me up. And uh, if it's Keep It Basement fans, I'll follow you guys. You tag me up on it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Nice. I uh, just wanted to point out the last time that Mickey was in my basement, he made fun of my vision board. And then when I was at his house, I saw positive affirmations on his mirror. Right. Not to like call you out. You don't have to kill me about that, but I figured. Mine was less gay than yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't mean. have. I never a picture of any male bodies that I wanted. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> I think I said like <laughs> like I'm a fucking champion. I'm Mickey fucking Gall. I'm gonna win my next fucking fight. I'm having three. I'm having three wins this year. Yo, keep it basement. Keep it basement. Back at it, baby, with the bang bangers. You are listening to keep it in the basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Don't go anywhere, bitch. And you keep doing you. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black. (laughs) (laughs) That's not so bad. Here we have it, folks. Keep it. (laughs) Keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory like Oprah's Pumani. Damn, that shit was dope. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? You're, 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 you're. Yer, 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 Oh yeah, baby. Uh, keep a basement podcast. Here we are, Gracie Jiu Jitsu, Lebanon, New Jersey. Our good friend Mickey Gall for the probably right. the dozenth time coming off a of victory. Not quite, but we're, we'll get there. We'll get there. Maybe we'll get to fourth dozen. or fifth. Yeah. Not me. Hey, we come I'll to his job. Do a zoom. Yeah. Swings, Tom person. Zappia, Mickey coming off a of victory. Congrats, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, we got Mickey G, KIB, Gracie. <laughs> Corbelizer, he's going to go on camera. Corbelizer over there, yeah. Dude, congrats yeah, yeah. on the win, man. You look Thank really you. good. Thank you, brother. Even Thank your you. like your striking looked good when it when it was needed, but another freaking first round rear naked choke. You would you got the record? Every fucking I think fight win. I tie the record on the next one and then I beat the record on the one after that. Holy shit, dude. It's tight shit, yeah, right? I was watching, I woke up my roommate. Another first round, it was like I didn't know what was going to happen. You you know, it, that was like a long time since your last fight, so it looked you looked yeah. really good. Obviously, you've been training your ass off. I don't know how the camp went in general. I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah, but that was quick and it was good, and it was the striking was good, and you got him in that guillotine at first. He got out, and then it was you know pretty quick after that. Yeah, <coughs> nah, it felt good. It felt good. Did you know about it? Jordan Williams? Was was yeah. an opponent? I don't really I didn't really know him that well, but I didn't know him well. I I learned who he was when they wanted me to fight him. Right. And then uh, you know I watched him and he he fought up at eighty five with a weight class above me. He looks a little big. Yeah, but uh, you know, so I knew he was gonna be tough. And, like he takes a shot, like like he takes a shot, like he he gets hit and it do- doesn't affect him. Yeah. Like, you see, like if you watch his like last fight, um, but yeah, my my shots seem to seem to pack enough. Yeah, dude, you know it was good. I mean? It was smooth and it was fun to watch. Thank you. Uh, I was just gonna say on Twitter there was like a meme that it said Mickey Gall beat up a battle. Uh, 
uh, a mumble rapper because of his hair. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that's pretty funny. Yeah, but what funny. Did, when you won, what did you say? Because it reminded me of the bowling meme. Do you know the meme I'm talking about? He's like, fucking right, I did it. You got you to yeah, pass yeah, it in Yeah, I, was, you know I think I said, about? like, like let's fucking go, motherfucker. Yeah. Like you know me, what the meme I'm talking about? With oh, the yeah, like, who do you think you are? You know yeah, I am. I thought yeah. you said that. <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, did he just do that? Nah, bro. Yeah, just uh, uh, just like a handful of expletives and excitement. Yeah, that's but funny. Yeah. I know a lot of people, they talk about how, like, when they're watching the fight, it's like they're in it, the adrenaline, and, like, it's probably tough for your family, I'm sure, and, like, day one. Yeah, people. they're happy with this one. They want them all to go like that, so. Yeah, no know. damage, right? Smooth, yeah, quick. Yeah, no problems. I mean, well, it had been a while. Like, you, you you came, you lost to Mike Perry, but then, but you didn't, what was that, uh, 14 months before another fight? 13 months? Yeah. It so was, like, I, a little, like, a couple weeks after, over a year. So how uh, But I was supposed feel? to fight in uh, September, but I got hurt. Yeah, and then I had to like do some rehab and like do all that boring bullshit. Were you just excited how how Bro. smoothly it went? Yeah, I was I was happy with it. I was you know I was expecting a war, yeah. train for a war, um, but yeah, you don't you know you don't, you don't get paid by the hour, so exactly you make it swick, swift, quick, and get out of there with your money. Yeah. It's nice, yeah. and so that way is not you know obviously if you didn't bear any massive pain because you're gonna get uh, you know I, I imagine you'll get you're gonna get another fight before the end of the year yes i know there's talks of the msg card which would be sick yeah because it's a home fight basically it's local and it would be it's a good card i, I don't know if you're i think you're i heard you mention that on a couple interviews that you'd love to get on that card. yeah and i saw the matchmaker right after the fight and like i asked oh yeah so i was like so what's up with that msg card are we doing that because yeah. last year they didn't do it because of covid right so now they'll do it right in our backyard you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. Tear that motherfucker it's great. Down. Now the fucking COVID gone, kind of, pretty much. And kind of. They're trying to bring it back. Yeah, they really Seems are. Like they're it's trying just to like, bring get it back. Here. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you something. <laughs> 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 Fuck that. Fights. Oh, yeah. There's nothing better than a whole full crowd of the fight. I mean, it just is that much yeah. better. Yeah. But, but, um, yeah. That'll be sick if that MSG card will be sick. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Look, passing the mic like a hot potato. Were you not 100% for this fight? Because you said you had some injuries in camp. I, I was a little banged up. I was a little banged up. But, like, I, like, I had to pull out my last fight because of injury. So, I, there was no way I was going to do it again. You know, I was chomping out a bit to fight. But, yeah, like, my team picked me up big time. Like, I was not – I wasn't having a good time most of the time in camp. You know what I mean? Like, no put, cardio, a, put a good right? face on. Well, no running. No running. But I had cardio. Like, I, I was doing rounds on top of rounds on top of rounds. You know? Like L.J. David, Corbelizer, Richie Petitchnock, you know they were all pushing me. Alec Hubin was helping me out, and I, you know it worked. It all worked out. It all worked out. But I was ready to go a full, you know, three, five-minute rounds. But I'll take it how it went. You know. Was there one thing in this fight that changed uh, the previous fights that you've done, worked on that was a lot, lot better, or you think you evolved in, or no? I'm. I mean, I'm constantly evolving. Like I, I started in the UFC. Before someone should probably start in the UFC, and yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I, but I've been swimming. I've been, you know, I've, I'm, I've been thriving and getting better all the time. And you know, I'm probably just about entering my prime now. You know what I mean? I'm gonna have ten more years to rock out and like do some really cool shit. You said you didn't fight in a long, long time until uh, this recent fight. Did that? Was that tough on you? Because remember, we were hanging out one time and everyone was like, "When's your next fight?" And you were saying how it could be depressing because you're known as a fighter. As, yeah, as it's, right it's, now, it's hard to I mean? be a fighter without right. a fight because every yeah. time you see anyone, they're like, oh, what's up, Mick? When's your next fight? Yeah. When's your next fight? <laughs> so, yeah, it sucks. Like, I, I've, I've had that question, you know, 15 times since this last fight. You know no, what yeah, I mean? Like, when's your next one? And I was like, yeah, when's your next fight? And you're like, always, Everyone always. always asks me that. I don't know what it is because I'm injured. I remember. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, you know, it's uh, 
but it's it's fine it's fine i've learned you know learned to deal with that and, and these you know these are small problems if fucking someone wants to ask me about my fight and what i do you know what i mean it's cool it's all good shit yeah but and the same thing happened with the carlos conda he actually couldn't fight he got injured and now you want he that's pulled the one out. you're i would like that one i would like to do that one like that one i guess kind of sits in my crawl it's like the one that got away kind of you know big big name and I, I trained in here for three months for him to then boom have no fight so and you then know, i wanted to didn't matt brown fight him and you saw him yeah him i cornered well. him out in abu dhabi so you got like insider info on i was guy. i was right there i was from me to russ away watching him <laughs> fight and i you know that's funny i yeah i just know i could beat him everywhere so i'd like that one one of my questions, too, is, like, you know how Rocky and Creed, it was, like, your biggest opponent is the guy in the mirror, like you. Do you think it's the mentality is you versus you more of the time, or is it your opponent studying him, or is it a combination? The fight's always with yourself. It's always with yourself. Mindset? Yeah, yeah, just, it's, 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 it's not about the other guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not about the other guy. It's, I, I believe, you know. That was something, like, Matt Brown said, like, too, and I, I totally agree. Like, the fight's with yourself. It, it is always you versus you. You know what I mean? It's absolutely just get, you know, there, you can find a million reasons to not feel good, not feel this, not feel that. But um, at the end of the day, you just got to fucking bite down the mouthpiece and go be a man. Go, you know, handle your business. Uh, the people listening to this interview, they obviously probably aren't fighters. Maybe some are. But how do you explain like not overthinking? Is it a bad thing to overthink in that ring? Like, bad, bad thing to overthink all the time. But it's good to think, but like overthinking and like indecision, all that shit sucks. And we're. We have the luxury of doing that, being yeah, humans. Yeah. We're not being attacked by animals all the time. We don't have to just fucking go, just run. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we have the luxury to think and overthink. And, yeah, it can be a problem. And I, I'm just as guilty of it as everybody. But, you know, if if you hesitate or o- overthink in the ring, like, you're, you're going to probably get hurt. No, because when I was watching the fight, I was like, how much is it the practice te- technique and, like, just going in there and with your gut feeling, or is it you're thinking about other things and the maneuvers and stuff? Mostly just asking. mostly just uh, flowing. Mostly just, like, in trying to be, be in that zone. You know what I mean? Where you're not thinking. You're just reacting. You're seeing. You're, you know, you're trained to do all this stuff, you know? Yeah. Sometimes we might need to make a decision or two and realize, like, oh, this, this you know, takes something in, but it's, you're never, like, sitting there like, hmm, I wonder, if, you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, because in the fight, you, when you, you, you gave him a good punch, you knocked him down, and then you got up a little bit, and I was like, oh, this guy shook up. Like, take him down. You kind of... You know, we're watching, see what was going on, and then made that your move with the rear naked choke. That's what I was. Yeah. Wondering. I was thinking like. Yeah, no, it's just it's mo it's mostly like instincts and tr- your training. You just gotta trust your training, stuff like that. Yeah, because the announcer was saying he should hit him. He's a, he's a, you obviously heard the fight. I was after. stalking my prey. I was hunting. Yeah. You know what I mean? The announcer I was, was I like, was the guy's damaged. He did look flustered. Like I was like, holy shit! Like this guy's like not no disrespect to him. Seems like a good guy, but he seemed like he was flustered after that hit. Yeah, I think he was a little hurt, but he wasn't hurt enough where I felt like... Cause, and you got to think, like, a wounded animal is dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I go and start e- exchanging uh, with him crazy, trying to get the finish, he could fucking... And maybe, you know... He, both of you guys could knock me out. It's just a fact of a human body. You touch me in the chin, I I go to sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. matter. My, that little girl who was here earlier could do it too, you know? So you got to be... Like knowing that, no, having the intelligence, you know, I want to be a, an intelligent killer. I want to be smart. I want to give him nothing and, t- and take everything. You know what I mean? I don't want to go in there and give him an opportunity to hit me. Yeah, you know? th- yeah. I don't. I know nothing about fighting, but as a spectator watching, it seemed like you were reserving your energy in a good way, where you got that hit. Taking my time, man. Yeah. Taking my time. I was, I was winning. I just put him on his ass. Uh, I just, just stay hunting. 
Well, yeah, that's why I noticed the technique, and I was if you go back and listen to the fight when you you did knock him down, and he was and he was hurt, and you could have jumped on him, but when you when you got back up, I mean, you're and plus your striking looked good the whole fight anyway. Not that you know it's not your specialty, but you saw that opportunity it is now. Well, yeah, that, both, they both are my specialty, you know. But that's I, why but the fact, like I said before, not to interrupt you, but yeah. like I came in there as like a, at a you know one to zero one fight, right? So that version of me. Is gonna change. Like if you, they watch you do comedy the first time, and they're gonna think, and if they put you on TV, they're gonna think, oh, that's how he does comedy. I guess all the time. They're not gonna think that you're gonna get so much better. Right. You know what I mean? But you know, I've I've done my due diligence, and I make sure you know. And I I've been in love with striking, and I you know drop top strikers. You know what yeah. I mean? That well, that was the thing I was saying. I, he's uh, he's bringing more striking into his into his fights. Obviously, sometimes you have to, but but someone you saw still saw the opportunity to get the rear naked choke, which is people would consider your specialty. You're, you know, you're so good at it, you always look for that opportunity because you know some of the announcers were saying when you did floster him, and you could have jumped on him and and potentially waste a lot of your energy and not for not a good reason if he if he got back up or if he was able to fight you like that. And then when you did get him down again on the back and you had him in that situation, why aren't why wouldn't you go for the rear naked choke? It's a lock. You you know what you're doing. You your ground game is is impeccable. So it, that's what you have to do in that situation. You're trying to get a win as soon as possible with the least amount of damage, aren't you? So you go for what Fuck you can yeah. do. And then what you're good at. Amen. I was going to say I got this written down but it correlates with what you guys are saying. I know it seems now you're perceived as more humble because even people were saying back in the day when you first started, you kind of were more arrogant and cocky. And uh, not to knock you or anything, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know you're a good guy behind the scenes, but now it seems the UFC, uh, UFC community and the audience is seeing that as well. Is that growing as a person Aww. and a fighter? Like, is that coming of age? Like, as you were saying, um, yeah, not maybe. only fighting physically in the ring, but the mentality now. Or, or you're Probably, uh, or you still on some fuck shit where you'll call someone out like, oh, I'll, fight, I'll fight you right I'll now. I'll still be on some fuck shit. But, uh, nah, man, I'm just keeping it keeping it real just keeping it real real to myself just being myself you know what i mean if i I have a reason or feel like there's something i want to say i'll say it but if you know i'm not going to step outside my character to you know what i mean like like when i uh wanted the when i fought cm punk and wanted the sage north cup fight i knew i needed to turn the fucking volume up to to it was a it could go to a 10 i had to crank it to a 12 you know what i mean just to get my way and do what i wanted to do but uh you know, if if I feel I have to do that some other time, I could get back on some fuck shit. But you know, until then, yeah, I'm just gonna stay, stay, stay myself, keep it real. No, stay yeah, because like you, as I was watching the stage fight, they were saying you were talking like you were gonna knock his spikes out of his hair and all that stuff. Yep. And now you put an Instagram post about your opponent you defeated, and it was like really humble and it was really a cool like thing. It showed good values and definitely inspiring to a lot of fighters out there on the come up and kids. Good. good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I see what you mean. You turn it on like because a part of it, you're also an entertainer as well, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's what that's what everyone does. That's what Floyd Mayweather does in boxing. That's what McGregor does, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know it's, the deal. it's good. To, yeah, like Kobe Covington, you know, being polarizing and stuff has its things. But I, I think, I just think when you're, if, if you're just from, like, I guess being a student of people, like just learning, watch, observing people, if someone's not authentic, like, you can like smell it like it's like gross like you see yeah, it and you're like yeah, yeah. like you're just turned off by that person but someone's like real like just a real motherfucker good or for bad even if they're fucking annoying sometimes you're like ah it's just whoever you know what i mean but uh, you know what i mean but uh when someone's like is this real and legit like that's what i'm drawn to that's what i like you know what i mean and that's how i like to be as well like i just, just want to be myself and you know if i if i if i see an opportunity and i want to pop some shit i could pop some shit but like i'm not 
I'm not reaching, you know. So you see Logan and Jake Paul out right now. Do you beat them up or do you not beat them up? If you beat them up with a camera and then you're like, oh, shit, UFC fighter just beat up the Logan. Well, here's the thing. The Paul so if I, I I don't, like, have a I don't have a problem with those guys because, uh, I, I, like, a lot of people hate on them and shit, but I'm like, definitely the game has changed. They've changed the game to a degree. They got, these dudes are making stupid money and they're, they don't have all the experience and stuff. Um, so I'm not hating on them. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them. Good for them. With that said, if I were, if we were to like, I were to see like a Paul Brothers walking out here, I'd probably be like, Hey Zaps, like grab your phone, watch this, get a get a video. I'd probably walk up on him. On I'd probably go walk up on him, smack him in the face, and try and punk him just because I want to fight them for fifty mil or whatever the fuck they're getting paid. So yeah, I would I would slap them in the face for uh, for a twenty to fifty dollar mil paycheck. Richie Petitionock said their fights could be fake. Would you lose for fifty million? No. No. Right. No. Like just because it was fake, but uh, nah, no, like, fuck what, that. What you were talking about basically is like, I, say again. Russ got too much pride. I got too much pride to do that too. You're right though. Everyone's creating content themselves now. Like you said, you kind of respect the way they do it, how they create their own platform and then like fight these people and make millions. It's like, would you ever think about doing that down the down the road? Yeah, sure. Why not? You know what I mean? Why not? I let I you know, I'm a prize fighter. I go fight one of these fucking YouTube jerk offs for some no, even more that, scratch, even you know? even you were saying in the one interview I think it was uh what punch drunk or something I was listening this girl sent me it she was like oh uh, you remind me of the Jersey Shore because Mickey Gall was talking about it. I go thanks some random comedy fan yeah punch drunk and that you were saying like you even thought about like just getting a freaking like streaming in a gym and just fighting people there because yeah. you'll get paid more I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I don't know if it'd necessarily be paid more, but yeah, it's, it's kind of the same concept, like the idea. Like, yeah, I feel like if, that's what's like, going on in comedy. And if like I was like, like beefing with someone, if I, if like we just say, all right, it's a, we both signed waivers. It's a no one suing anyone. It's this is a <laughs> practice that we're filming, that you know you guys can watch and then charge fucking money and just like fight, like till someone quits. I think it should be badass, right? Be cool. Yeah. What about the uh, so? I told you about my neighbor. He texted me, yeah, Mickey's fight's coming out, but it already happened. You won. What was that about? Like, were you on the main card and then it got dropped? I don't know. They, they had people fall off the card. They sh- shook up the card. Um, obviously, I was like, uh, being the first fight in the main card is like more prestigious spot. So I was like, not even a that, little though. fucking not, mad not about it. Not to cut you but off, but like even the fact of like the, the, the timing switches. On your absolutely. Like All week I'm preparing for, them, right? for like uh, getting shipped over to the arena at two. I'm, I'm I'm, you know, I know my fights at four. I, t- I tell everyone at home I'm fighting at seven over here. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's West Coast time, and then they switch it up on me like the last second. So I was kind of like, "What the fuck?" Like I was, like, I was a little like pissed off about it, but uh, but fuck, it worked out. Cause here, here's the other thing: if I fight that guy at at four, we don't get the same fight. You're right. It's not the same. That's just a moment in time. Exactly. The fight is a moment in time. You can win a fight beautifully in sixty seconds. And if I was just if it was two hours later, I'm well, I'm not the same guy. He's not the same guy. Everything's different. So I can't say that it would be yeah. shit. It could have been cooler. I could have starched him in one uh, in ten seconds and got the fifty thousand dollar bonus. But I don't know. You know what I mean? You, we don't know. It's just a, just some that and that's something like George St. Pierre said. Like it's who can be the best fighter in that moment, and it's hard to do. It's hard. That's kind of. Mine and Corbalizer's jobs to f- produce the be- our best selves in that moment. Uh, no, yeah, and it, shit, it worked out. But uh, if but I can't like now, I can't be mad about it because I, I don't know what would have happened then. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. Timing's everything. And that's yeah. 
Yeah, Jake's going to get his ass beat anyway at the end of the month by Woodley. Woodley? I think Woodley's that guy who's got too much pride to take because they're probably offering him a nice chunk to, you know, forge this fight. But I don't think he would ever do that. So yeah. I think that'll be interesting if if he gets his ass if Jake actually gets his ass beat there, then we'll realize that these fights are real. Also, Woodley's insane. But um, no, I don't have anything else. I mean, I just wanted to promote Mickey and the fight and the merch. Um, My yeah, merch, yeah, My merch right promote here. Promote your merch. Yeah, I, I teamed up with uh, Takedown, Takedown Shop. Uh, the link is in my bio on my Instagram. It's at Mickey Gall, M-I-C-K-E-Y-G-A-L-L. Um, buy yourself some shit and uh, tag me up. And uh, if it's Keep It Basement fans, I'll follow you guys. You tag me up on it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Nice. I uh, just wanted to point out the last time that Mickey was in my basement, he made fun of my vision board. And then when I was at his house, I saw positive affirmations on his mirror. Right. Not till I call you out. You don't have to kill me about that, but I figured mine was less gay than yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't mean. have. I never a picture of any male bodies that I wanted. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> I think I said like, <laughs> like I'm a fucking champion. I'm I Mickey think- fucking Gall. I'm gonna win my next fucking fight. I'm having three. I'm having three wins this year. Speaking of gay, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. My, I'm a fan of the Raiders. They actually uh, a, a player came out gay. Do you think that would ever happen in the UFC? Or did it already happen with Sage Norcut? Boom! <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Boom, I'm just, just kidding. kidding. He's religious. I'm just kidding. Um, I love God. Yeah. I'm kidding. He's married. I'm kidding. I, love uh, I believe we will. Um, I think some of us fighters have some suspicions on who <laughs> some may be. No, no, I'm not. I'm not outing anybody. True. And I don't have a problem with it. I, I, you know, I have uh, family members who are gay, and I love them just as much. Yeah. So, dope. I think it's. I, I, I think why not run with that shit. Go, exactly. you become a spokesperson. Like uh, Amanda Nunes is, uh, she's gay. She's a lesbian. She's the fucking champ. Badass bitch, man. What about free the it's nipple movement her. in UFC? I know you were a fan of that. I'm all, f- I'm, I'm all for that. Can you get canceled for that though, or is that Probably actually do. not gonna get canceled because it's sexist? I feel like it's it's you, you have know, your shirt if you're off. Saying so it's equality, too. but and uh, you know might <laughs> I feel like it might boost the ratings of some of these fights, but. <laughs> That's the, you know, yeah. Do you think a UFC fighter can be canceled? Because remember Greg Hardy? Didn't he, like, have domestic violence charges and he was actually in a uh, fight? Not in UFC, but I think in MMA, right? No, Greg, Hard- Greg Hardy's a UFC fighter. Oh, he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah Didn't he, he beat someone up or do something or no? Yeah. Maybe they're uncancelable. I was just wondering. But even, I think being canceled I don't, know, I don't think any, Bro, I don't think anyone's uncancelable nowadays. The baby, the baby skin. I don't think anyone's uncancelable. I mean, who... What is you know what does it really even mean to be canceled? Like what? No one's showing up at your house. Help, and it could, but it, I don't think it helps. I don't, it's not a good look. It's you know. So I'm trying to stay uncanceled. So yeah, true. Cut out all this laugh. <laughs> <laughs> cut this all out. Scrap uh, the interview. Um, do you want to reenact the fight with Tom, Tom Zappi as the dummy? Um, no? nah, it's alright. No. Right. Yeah, so I seen that. I guess we'll let him go. We'll wait for Sammy we'll to get back in here. Yeah, last thing. So is is the MSG card, is that your, obviously nothing set in stone yet, but is that your goal? Is that when the next time you'd want to fight? No, that, no that, sooner? Yeah, it'd be cool. And Carlos um, would be cool opponent, but you'll see, take whatever you but can I'll, Yeah, I, and if, if it ends up being later in November in yeah. Vegas, that's cool too. Right. Uh, I have a feeling they'd want me, Jersey kid, Hell to yeah. be there in MSG, but yeah, who, whoever, whenever. You know, just staying active, yeah. keep chipping away, make my money, and 
make some cool shit happen along the way. Some cool highlights. Beat some dudes up. Definitely. Yeah. All right, guys. Just in case it could help out if it's too much, you can always take it out. But I wrote notes down. I was saying I heard a podcast where you're talking about how you wanted to be made fun of after winning and because you were being on the high so much, like you were one. Right. Well, I was a little thing with, with uh, I mean, you do your do thing. No, I'm not a, making fun of you. I was on with, with Ari. Sh- with, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ari. I was actually just saying. Yeah, it's kind of like. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was just saying, come on the street in Belmar and go up to girls and ask them questions and see if they know or recognize you because they probably don't watch UFC. And right. you get rejected just like us. On right. the street asking questions. That's what happens to you? It's not always, but I'm saying if you were like, yo, baby, what's your number? And like, or just say something funny, like, how do you get a, you know, how do you get a girl at DJs or whatever and see if they answer and see what they say? I was like, oh my God, you're on TV. Let's see if they see that. All right, well, I'm supposed to be down at some point with Richie P from like the Shout 16th to 23rd. So, yeah, you you should feel very free in saying whatever you want. I mean, you might get canceled. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, also, you got shingles? I did How get shingles. That? It didn't bother Sounds me. Terrible. Yeah, it didn't. I, but I had like this fucked up thing on the side of my face. Damn. Um. Yeah, I I had to take like uh fucking like herpes medication for yeah, it. Yeah, so that's wild. It was like for ringworm. That's wild. Yeah, we've all gotten ringworm before, um, in in the gym. But oh, also, is shaving your body hair an advantage for grappling and takedowns, or is that not true? Um, like, y- it's harder if it's I think like it probably straight. has more more for swimming, swimming? whereas like it was milliseconds and stuff. I think for us, uh, I don't know. I know. Maybe if you don't want to be grappled, if you if you want to stay on your feet and you don't want, you can make yourself yeah more slippery, I guess, and you can like grease yourself up. But they look for that. Actual fan question. Actual fan question that was, and also someone goes, since you're from Greenbrook, did you go to the White Castle? What did you do for fun in your area? Like, what was your favorite drunk or f- fast food place? Uh, I'm not a fast food guy. Actual of course, fashion. I went to White Castle as a kid. I hit a, the White Castle, the Burger King, McDonald's, all those Greenbrook establishments. Um, what I like uh, in Greenbrook, all right, Mr. Asante is a dope spot. So, what do you do for got fun? Got a couple. In the area. What I do for fun? I don't know. I played sports and stuff. You know. Yeah. Play sports and stuff. That's when I was when I was in Greenbrook. Yeah, I was like a kid. Edit you know? this out. Someone asked, so "Are you vaccinated?" I'm not. I'm not, not gonna be anti-vaxxer. Oh, but I'll have I'll have a f- I'll have a fake card to go <laughs> <laughs> wherever. I'm all into the yeah f- vax forgery. There you go. Shout out Corvalizer. But uh, is there anything like this UFC? How do they do that? Do they care? Do they tell you like they don't make us get vaccinated? Yeah, I I think there's a there's a chance like I, if they made me that was the only really way I was in a. They're like you gotta get vaccinated to fight or you gotta get vaccinated to fly. I would have done it begrudgingly, and I'm glad I haven't had it too you know what i mean because like i don't per i mean look most of my family and friends have got it so if this is gonna fuck them up and kill them i'm gonna be pretty lonely and sad did your sister yeah like um, yeah a lot of people got it she's responsible uh, yeah us. but uh, no but uh, i think i think you know yeah it's it's like do i want to pop this new stuff in me that they just made in the past year probably not but like if it makes if if you believe in it or if it makes other people just feel more comfortable like Whatever. But I will have unprotected sex with that girl I met at DJ's. But I won't get the back. Just kidding. Sick. That's wild. No, I stand by that. You should. <laughs> you definitely should. Corbalizer, just c- keep going on like a little tangent. Just Go steal the show for a minute. About whatever. Russ How we doing? The Corbalizer. That's me. I'm the one and only. <laughs> Fucking ain't right. Watch uh, Russ's... Uh, Energy drink and food reviews on his Instagram. Or just anything at in general. I'm just I'm always doing something. At the uh, Corbalizer 185. 185. 
I got a few TikTok videos too. That's like at Russ Corbelizer. If you're curious to watch those too. And if you're a young lady, hit up my man Russ. Or you just hit up my man Russ. What's up? And maybe get him a yeah. Get Russ a flashlight too, please. Actually, any chance? Yeah. Uh, any yeah. chance Joey Diaz comes here and does jujitsu or anything with you? That'd be Probably fun. at some point. That'd be fun if you. Could yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. I gotta call Uncle Joey. And I know that everyone asked you about the Sopranos movie. Is there anything else you've been watching? Any comedy stuff, like or movies and stuff? Uh, he, Joey Diaz is in that. Yeah, um, in that. I've been. Like anything you trying been to think? Comedies, movies, anything new? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything right now, but I do watch uh, Talking Sopranos, which is like a podcast that go. It's uh, with Steve Sharippa, who plays Bobby Bacala, and Michael Imperioli, who plays Chris Moltisanti, and they like talk about every episode. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's fucking good. Yeah, it's it's good. I like it. I like this. They give inside scoops and like they like break it down really like actory too. Like especially like Chris. Like, and you see like all the like and especially now like because I've watched Sopranos over like twice before. I'm kind of watching like parts of it for the third time. Shit is so funny. Like when I was a kid watching it for the first time, I was like, oh, I guess that's just how adults act or whatever. You know what I mean? You didn't realize what idiots they are. Like it's yeah, it's it's it's. I laugh out loud at like simple shit. Like I was watching an episode I think yesterday. And Tony's in the pool after after he got shot with like <laughs> the, those weights, and he's like building my lats back up. <laughs> it's just like what, like just so random and specific, but it's fucking funny as hell. Everyone loves the Pine Barrens episode with Paulie Walnuts and uh, Chrissy. Yeah, yeah, everyone likes that. The ending. I remember my uncle freaked out at the ending. He thought the cable got cut off. He's like, "Did, did yeah, you pay the cable they, for this they one? They pimped the whole world on that one. Yeah, that was crazy. That was really crazy." Maybe if Meadow knew how to parallel park a lot better, we would have a better ending. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, oh, do you really, with people in your corner, like in your camp, like Corbelizer and people like that, does consistently, consistency pay a, play a big part in everything that you do? Yeah. Because like once in a while you do switch some people, like you had Joe Schilling help you out and now Matt Brown, but like, do you realize like, you know, having that corner of friends and family in, in a sense? Yeah, it's important. Like David and LJ, like have been by my side since the beginning and like, I've only just been like get tighter by my side. You're about to lose your hand sanitizer. Um, <laughs> fucking germaphobe over here, bro. He's standing outside. Wasn't this walking. This guy's got freaking I'm getting walking COVID after this. Gym. I know for a fact. Wasn't I wouldn't even walking in the gym. Like we're some nasty motherfuckers should've in here. My, should've worn my mask. Uh, yeah, where's your stupid mask? <laughs> he's a, he he got mm. the uh, vaccine. He's a responsible guy. Corbelizer. Because mm. OJ might kill you. Good shit. Not good. Not bad. Not good. What uh, what were we saying before you we you almost lost your hand sanitizer? Uh, consistency in your camp. Like, oh yeah, no, did, it's you, tremendous. And like, yeah, those yeah, those guys like they're family. Like it's it's you know the thing to like keep the circle small because you can overextend yourself and waste your energy and do different shit like that. But like, those guys are are literally like my family. Like they're like not blood, but they're they're my blood. Like uh, and you know, Rich and Russ were tremendous in helping me this camp too. Uh. You know, these these guys are also like my best friends, so it's like, it's it's nice. And it, it made me feel like I had to go there and get the job done and hold up my end of the bargain because they put so much time in working with me when I was coming in here feeling like beat up and tired and sore and uh, annoyed and stretching out for a fucking hour. And like, you know what I mean? They're just sitting there, no one's busting my balls or just like being there and being supportive and just yeah. trying to get the best out of me. And uh, yeah, it was great. Two things after we will go. One thing I was talking to Matthews about is actually about like, 
you know, upcoming fighters. How it Shout out Chris Matthews. It's It sounds tough to get out. Like, I don't know if it was the same way when you were upcoming. It sounds tough to get an upcoming fight with the COVID situation. And then the, the one dude, Alex, his opponent backed out last minute health issues. Like, is that a tough challenge for a lot of upcoming fighters to actually get a fucking fight in? Yeah. Because even with Rust, if it happened to him where he... It's not easy. One. It seems easy. But, like, a lot of the, a lot of fighters are, like, fakers. They just want to look dude. cool and bang chicks and be tough in front of their friends. So they don't want, like, a tough opponent. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of fakes, and they got to get weeded out. Um, and I, I don't know. Maybe Medical they'll figure something out. Like yeah, but there's, all, there's yeah, you got to. And now you're asking all these us, all us monkeys to go in who we don't do this because we're good at pencil mm. and paper stuff. But we do we do this because we like to play rough and be animals. And they got to send us to the doctor, and we got to do the right blood work, and we got to do the right this work, and we got to do the right EKG and eye exam and all that shit. And it's just like, what do you, like, what do you expect? So some of these guys are going to fuck that shit up. Um, so yeah, it is, it is hard. It seems easy. Um, it seems easy. Like, you know, all right, tough guy, tough guy, same weight, same size, go fight. But and then when you train, like there's so much risk, there's so many ways to get hurt, so much ways to win, so many ways to lose. Like there's so many factors. So it is tough. It's a miracle when it all comes together. And you actually, that's why only people only end up fighting like that. Plus all the wear and tear, you only fight like three, four times a year. At the high, especially at the high highest levels, you know. What helps for the most recovery? Sorry, I'm keeping you, but like I just want. I don't to care, bro. We're good. We're good. I've been. You, you guys stayed through practice. I'm not in a rush. Um. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. You guys are always welcome. Like what was the? Be- what do you think the best thing is for recovery? Like sleep. Probably. No jerking off either before the fight. That's nah, all right. Sleep. <laughs> sleep's good. You can do ice baths, saunas. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking, too. Sometimes. If you should be able to. You should be able to, you know what I mean? Like, I usually, this this time I didn't. But, like, my last, I slept way better my last fight week than I did this week. Take a melatonin and call it a night? Yeah, but, like, I'll, I'll even take melatonin or some sleep aids. I'll still be up. Me, too. I'm what a, happened to me? Yeah. The sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. There it is. That's what, yeah, uh, so you never know. Yeah, no, another thing was, uh, I was talking to Chris about it. Like, you drive... What the fuck? What? <laughs> you, you drive so far for everything, I feel I like. I thought you were going to say I drive so fast. No, I don't know about the driving, but like. Because I do. Because the one time, I remember the. I speed like the a The one time I met up with you. Nah. I can't. I, I thought I kept up with you one time when I saw you, but like the Franco's gym, Miller gym, this gym, you gotta. that fucking chirotherapy, this and that. It's like 500 miles yeah. a day. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's wild. That's the thing. You got to. I don't, yeah, I don't like it. I, I'm just used to it. I've been, since I got my license at 17, I, I was driving here. You know what I mean? I went to Rutgers. I was driving to AMA, back to Rutgers, to here, back to Rutgers. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I do that shit all, every day. Get used to it. So, yeah, you get used to it. Put some good shit on the car. You got some time to yourself. It's a big deal. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But I'm getting over it. <laughs> getting over sick it. sick of it? Stopped by Old Queens yesterday. Shout out Rutgers. Shout out Queens. New Jersey landmarks. You probably get so much love <coughs> after, the, after the fight. I don't have the microphone, but after the fight, you probably get like a thousand seconds. A lot, yeah. No, no point in texting you weird. Nah, you can always sh- shoot me a text or a DM. But yeah, they're both of them are like, like yeah. probably like about 300 of each. And I try and get by, but and I, I get through them, and it's kind of nice because I don't sleep the night after the fight because I'm always like wired. I, I got a lot of adrenaline sure. and stuff, and I just I just go by and. Hit a thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. Swipe, swipe, swipe. Thanks, oh, you know bro. you could do thanks, a generator one. 
Where you could just like have one for Thanks, everyone. Thanks, bro, to everyone. Yeah. yeah. No, I like to <laughs> read them. It's nice. Way. I appreciate people reaching out. I, I, I appreciate all that shit. You know what I mean? People come out of the woodwork too. For sure. And you'll see a big difference in when you win than when you lose too. I actually wrote you when you, you lost. Win. I'm the asshole. No, no, no. <laughs> no that's, I'm saying you get you get more when you win. No, yeah, I figured that. Than when you lose. So it's not like the ones that are like even like after the loss, like say like nice things. Like it's cool, you know. Do you learn more from a win or a loss? Do you think a loss by fucking you win? You get to feel great. You gotta be. You gotta make yourself try and learn a lesson from a win. A loss. What did you learn from this one. A, um, Sorry to cut you off. It's okay. I I saw. I learned some things that I could overcome. So like for one, I wear this Whoop band, and I I don't know if you guys are familiar with Whoop. Shout out, Shout Whoop. Out Whoop. Um, <laughs> Whoop. So, there it is. so it's this band, and it's like super in touch with you. It tells you, it tells me my heart rate right now. It's a little app on my phone. It tells you how much recovered you get and how ready you are to take on strain and do shit. I had the one of the lowest. The one ba- band basically said you should stay in bed all day and relax on the day of the fight. I didn't. I slept like eight hours like that week. Like I was just. I had every every. Little bullshit going on, but I still got the fucking job done. So it's like, eh, even when shit seems like it's not going well, going your way, step up, man up, look yourself in the mirror, say I'm the fucking man. I'm gonna handle my shit and do that shit. So Positive like, and there's a lot of stuff like that. That, but uh, when you win, you mostly just feel like the man. Proud of yourself. I did everything right. Everything's great. And when you lose. If you're gonna be honest with yourself and really like get better, you're gonna it's gonna be apparent what you didn't do right, what you need to work on, what you what mistakes you made, and you won't make those mistakes again. So you turn you know the losses into lessons. You you level up. It, it definitely helps, but you know I'm not trying to fucking take any else. That high after winning, I'm assuming you you were playing. You that's crazy. You said that you uh, had more of a workout playing basketball. I got more sore playing basketball back at the hotel that's after the fight. That's the most wildest thing I've ever heard in my life. But like to say that you got more sore playing basketball out there than, you didn't than a sleep UFC either, fight. Right? Yeah, no. I, I but right as I sat down on the plane before takeoff, I was I was out. I'm mean, sure the adrenaline and just feeling so good is so high. And and it's, bro, there's nothing you could week, smoke, right? snort, or shoot that gives you the rush you get for winning a fucking fight. Yeah, I would. I don't do those thi- other things. Not that yeah, not that we do those things, but it's it's many people who have have said so, like you know, ex fighters and stuff, and it's. It's just amazing. Like, you know, I, uh, it's been almost Saturday will be two weeks. So it's been like a week and a half since the fight. And, you know, pretty much ready to get that next one now. Jones and for the next one. Jones, Jones and for the next Not one. Not to be depressing. The low after a loss has to be terrible. And then the win is probably just unbelievable. Like the highest lows. highs, lowest lows. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And then when's your next fight? When's your next fight? That's tough too. Yeah. Yeah. Or even people want to talk about the fight. Like, I. Uh, I didn't. You didn't look like yourself. I, I kind of had a feeling you were gonna lose. How do you say <laughs> shit that? like that? Just like, like oh, I've heard that. Yeah. Don't you just want to smack them? No, nah, last yeah, last one yeah. Every, everyone said yeah, you look good. I knew you were gonna win. That's <laughs> funny. All right, everyone knows. What do you think? Would uh, after fighting, I know you don't want to probably look down like fifteen years. Like what? What's next? You think? What do you think? I, I don't know. You I, were getting I, in some movies. Yeah, that was, I've a, been good in mo- some that was a good movie. You I didn't really talk about it a lot. I thought it was actually a good movie. Yeah, you did get beat up in the bar though. Yeah, which I'm happy to do. I'm happy to take some take some L's in fake movie cinema. But yeah, I got two more things coming out. I'm doing uh, this thing um, with KL. Oh yeah, shout yeah. out to KL Martin. Yeah, that's gonna be in Jersey. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to grab some food together. Um, 
Maybe I'll link link with them going on shore tomorrow. But uh, yeah, we're doing a dope movie called Dottie. Uh, I played Dottie's boyfriend. Uh, we'll have to talk to KL, bro. It's a very exclusive film set. Uh, and then I'm doing this other thing called Hungry Hill, which is like going to be a TV show. I think we're doing it in like October. Sick, yo. Yeah, I love it. I love that shit. It's My fun. buddy was your was the PA on that movie. He picked you up from the airport, Joey Massara. Yes. Yeah, he's yes. From, he started comedy in Jersey with me. Where's Where's he at? He, he was just Cali? in town. No, he came. I like that kid. I was thinking about came, him like a couple weeks ago. He did my show on Saturday night, and he just went back to LA. He lives. He moved to LA a couple years ago. Yeah. He works on a bunch of sets, but he was like, "Yeah, I picked up Mickey." I was like, "Oh yeah, shit!" It was great. It was nice. I had a Jersey yeah, kid he's there. Awesome. He's like, yeah, he's about as Jersey boys. as he gets. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." What are the odds? Yeah, that was cool. All right, we're that gonna wrap it up. Uh, Mickey, thanks again for your time. Check out Takedown merch. Link is in his bio. Look out for him in November. Hopefully, we get on that next card. And you know, Gracie and Coach Adiv and and you know, New Jersey. Thanks a lot, dude. Yes, sir. Appreciate Thank it. you, bro. Cheers. Oh, really? Keep it basement, right, baby. Yeah, I just wanted to give him a hug. Nah, nah, it's make nice. Dude, you want a flashlight? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I want a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, I'll take one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want a flashlight. You got him a, a fucking flashlight, right? That's yeah, right. Yes, I've been eyeing these up. Shouts out to our sponsor. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world with its soft, real feel insert patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve, able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. He's so nice. Yo, Keep It Basement. Keep it basement, back at it, baby, with the bang bangers. Nigga, shut your ass up, man. I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool, because you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to me, fans make the best interviews. You know what I mean? Like, Because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan... And, you follow the artist and you study your artist and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions, the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour, it's you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I'm a listener. Like, yeah. like a lot of interviewers I have 20 questions and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions but the yeah. truth about it is if you ask me a question if I ask an artist a question and the artist answers me if I'm listening I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him and that's what a conversation is all about what, keep it what radio? basement keep it basement like keep it like keep it in the house Keep it yeah. basement radio. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Lil Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney, Swain, and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep It Basement. You are tuned in. <laughs> you are tuned in to the Keep It Basement podcast with your boy Sweeney. 
you heard. What up, Sween? Now tune to motherfucking Derelict. Keep it basement with the Sweens. That's the name of the podcast. Keep it basement with the Sweens. Keep it basement. We out? Uh, oh, I would love to tell you. I would love to tell you that basically uh, Mike Sweeney, the head president CEO of Keep It Basement, fully admitted. At least you know it. Keep it fucking moving. Um, porn sex, it's like 45 minutes an hour, but like real sex is like 20 minutes. Well, maybe for me, I guess. Try like three or four hours. Uh, hour and 45 minutes? What the fuck? It's four hours. Any words of wisdom here? Always use a condom, and if you don't use a condom, make sure you got like really strong pull-out game, okay? <laughs> pull-out game week. Yeah, wear a condom. Are you nuts? I have two hairless cats. I want to. Can you get laid whenever with a bunch of options? How thirsty are your DMs? It's pretty lit. I ain't got Instagram. I don't got tweeters. I don't got nothing. A younger guy pick up a, a woman who's older than him. That's a really great question. How could I approach you and take you back to my room if we were sitting at a bar? You ask too many fucking questions. Don't ask no fucking questions. Plus, do funny guys get laid more? Oh, yeah, definitely. Would you date a uh, guy with a small penis? Like, how small? <laughs> How's, how big's your penis? Like, four inches. How funny are you? Then you put that video on fucking Worldstar. I hit the thing, it's YouTube. Fuck me up more. I'm sick of it. Stay down in the cellar and shut the fuck up. Now. Keep it based on podcast keep description. Find Keep It Basin with the Sweens wherever you get your podcast with hosts Tom Zappia and Alex Nicholas. Please make that a permanent drop in every episode. I scold them myself. Keep a Basement Podcast. We out. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality, quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati. Super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealthmodemotorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement. Rate, subscribe. Thanks, hey, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Exactly. This is the top of California. If you don't like it, fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the at the, at the, at the, at the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a, a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it. That's my view on things.